We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Steve Kerr is right on time, as always. Uh, brought to us by Xfinity. Stay connected, protected, and entertained. Steve, thank you very much for joining us. And I'll tell you, um, whatever heat you might feel put on you guys lately... Send a muffin basket over to the Giants. We got pissed off fans over this Carlos Correa thing. How are you? Well, I'm I'm doing well. I just met met my uh, granddaughter for the first time today. I just uh, oh. just became a grandpa three days ago. So, um, yeah, forgive me, but I don't really care that much about uh, the Giants or Correa. Nor should you, or <laughs> or even your record or your road or that road trip. Uh, tell us about her. A uh, l- little nugget. What's her name? Her name is Eleanor, little little Ellie. It's my uh, grandmother's name. My grandmother on my father's side, Eleanor. I love that name. Fantastic. Yeah, my son Nick and 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 his wife Kendall. They just uh, yeah, just while we were on the road, um, you know, she uh, she gave birth, and uh, I've been looking at photos the last three or four days, and I uh, couldn't wait to get uh, get home, and uh, so met her today for the first time. Just amazing. That's wonderful. Did you bury your nose right in her head there? Nothing smells you know better it. than a baby's you know head. It. There's nothing like a newborn. Just the scent of a newborn and the warmth, and oh, it's just beautiful. So this is the best three-day break you guys have ever had. <laughs> yes, no doubt, no doubt, and a and a welcome uh, gift coming off of a you know long difficult trip. Absolutely, God, I even feel bad about asking you about what the hell went wrong on that road trip now because I just want to talk about how exciting this moment <laughs> is for you and your your family. Grandpa Kerr, is this is this uh, is this your first foray into the official title of yeah, Grandpa first, Kerr? First first grandchild. So, wow. Uh, yeah, pretty exciting. By the way, you're a young-looking... Uh, the, the NBA might have aged you, but not like a grandfather-level age. Like, you're still a good-looking young man, Steve. I can't believe you got grandpa status on you now. Yeah, well, we keep playing like we have been lately. It uh, could change quickly. <laughs> the Rumpelstiltskin beard. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, let's just start here. What happened in Brooklyn? What was that? Yeah, yeah, that was tough. The last two nights were really, really tough, and, and uh, yeah, we're just you know we're in a, a kind of in the depths right now. You know where um, you know you, you got injuries, you got you know sickness, you just you know tough schedule. It's all coming at the same time, and and this is you know generally something that every team goes through, or most of the teams in the league. You just you know you, you sort of hit that. You know the low point, and you got to dig your way out, and and we'll do that. I think you know you guys remember last year in March we lost nine out of eleven games, um, and a few months later we were celebrating the championship. So we know how to dig our way out. We know that 
you know, navigating an 82 game schedule is, is, uh, it's a process. It really is a long haul and you just have to keep, keep working and keep, keep plugging away and we'll, we'll turn it around. Early in the year, uh, by your own admission in everybody's eyes, you played pretty poor defense and then it seemed to get better. And now on this road trip, uh, that clearly has fallen back. Is that simply a function of not having all your players, or are you getting back into some bad habits? Well, the last two nights, um, I, I thought there were some bad habits. Um, I think overall, in, in general, over the ba- past month or so, we've been much better defensively than, than we were early in the year. Um, but last night, the, the turnovers early just, you know, they, they were teeing up three-point shots early in that game and you know the nba is all about the three these days and um you let a team line up four or five three-point shots uh different guys just just lining them up unguarded because they're playing off turnovers it can be it can turn into a long night quickly and that's that's what happened and um you know once a guy gets hot or in this case once multiple guys get hot it's uh you know, you're 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 in some trouble because uh, you know Brooklyn played really well anyway last night. The ball was moving and they played with great energy and pace and, and uh, everything was clicking. But like I said, I thought we helped them out, especially early in the game with our turnovers. Um, let's let's talk, I guess, about the one bright spot last night, which was James Wiseman putting up a, a career high thirty points. And even though you know Brooklyn wasn't even really playing much defense and they don't play a lot of defense at the rim even when they are playing defense um and there's also the caveat of you know the whole point is Wiseman's got to fit in with the Warriors and you're not quite the Warriors in games where Steph Curry is not playing how do you and Bob go about evaluating that evening or attaching any you know real house credit to what you just saw from James Wiseman well, I think the big thing is, you know, we're just looking at James's development, and um, we've we felt like, you know, watching him in Santa Cruz, uh, seeing him grow, seeing his defensive progress, we just we feel like he's made strides, and so it's great for him to uh, to get some significant minutes and you know be able to to let loose and gain some confidence with a thirty point night. I mean, we know he's perfectly capable of of scoring um he he scores he gets the ball in the paint he's obviously you know he's got uh great touch around the basket you know those little five foot hooks those little putbacks and then um and then he's so athletic and and long that uh, anything close to the rim he's dunking so we know he's got that capability but just because of the way the year has gone for him, not getting much playing time, I thought it was a great night for him to, to really feel good about his progress. And, and this is just another another step in the in the journey for James. Has he bought himself more steps along that journey with the Golden State Warriors on this upcoming, let's call it the eight-game homestand here, or might he be back in Santa Cruz? I think we're, we're really approaching uh, this kind of day to day with James because uh, you know we'll see we'll see what happens uh, roster wise. You know, Jermichael um, being sick. I mean that that puts him him out of the rotation. Obviously, puts James in. Um, but you just take it game by game because if um, you know if Jermichael's back and and James were to be out of the rotation, then you know why not 
have them play 35 minutes in a, in a game in Santa Cruz the next night. So I think that's how we're looking at it. We're just, there's, there's no, you know, set schedule or plan. We're just taking it day by day. Um, did you see uh, from him last night on the defensive end and the, and the other nuanced areas of the game that you've wanted him to work on? Did you see enough evidence there that he's, that he's getting it? I think we saw evidence uh, periodically during the trip. I thought his defensive minutes uh, against Philadelphia were really good. Um, I know he only played you know seven eight minutes, but he did he did a great job of kind of playing cat and mouse against pick and roll, uh, which is what you want your big to do. It's what Draymond does so well, you know. And meaning you, you know you're you, you have to guard the ball handler coming downhill at you and the roll man. Um, who's coming towards the rim, and you you got to keep the ball handler guessing. And he did a really good job of that, um, you know, being in the right position and um, making sure he was calling out the right coverages. And so there there have been strides for sure. And then uh, you know, I didn't I didn't think any of our our guys were uh, clicking defensively last night as a group. You know, we didn't find any combinations that that. Um, gained much traction in the game so when you give up 143 or whatever it was you're never going to sit here and and rave about the defense steve kerr with us on 95 7 the game jonathan kaminga plays himself you know up the stop market and then it seems like he'll do something and he's back to five to eight minutes at what point would just riding through the pain of development outweigh the amount of you just want to see more before you grant those minutes. And I, I, I guarantee you it is your right to be stingy with minutes. But as convoluted as the whole team has come together right now, can you afford to be that stingy with someone who does have so much raw talent, the investment that you've made in him, and, and you, you, know, you just need to keep on developing? Well, the only, the only I think, five to eight-minute game he had uh, was Toronto when he got hurt and banged his knee and didn't play in the second half. Okay. And, um, so that, that was an ouch more than it was a discipline. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's that was just you know he he was out injury wise, and if you look at the last month, I mean he's I think he's probably averaging about twenty minutes a game. So, uh, but you know, like like all young players, there's going to be uh, highs and lows, and and I think I think JK has had a really good month. Uh, he's taken on this defensive role for us, where he's guarding the best guys, he's taking uh, advantage of the opportunities, and and gaining valuable experience having to guard. You know whether it's uh, Kevin Durant last night or or uh, Siakam at times, Van Vliet in Toronto. Um, you know he's he's guarding great players, James Harden in Philly. So this is great experience for him. But um, it, the the progress isn't linear. We know that if there's going to be good nights and then there's going to be uh, tough nights, and and that's all part of it. What do you like most about Moses Moody? What still concerns you the most? Well, he's uh, you know he he understands the game well, and he's uh, he's a good shooter, and he's got good size and length. Um, so he's progressing, and and he's had some really good moments. He was good last night, and um, you know it, it's really the same story with all these guys. It's um, you know it's development, um, it's it's experience, it's racking up the, the reps because that's what it takes to learn how to how to win in this league and to be part of a winning uh, group. 
but it just doesn't happen overnight and uh, it takes a lot of lot of experience and so the more experience these these three guys gain um the better they're going to be the better we're going to be how quick was the transition last night from man this game sucked to hey i'm a grandpa i don't have to care Yeah, I did look at my phone as soon as I got to the locker room and uh, looked looked at photos, so that made me feel better. Uh, but um, yeah, you know, it's uh, it, it's it's tough. I mean, this is what we we do for a living. You know, we we've, we've been so lucky to coach. You know, our our staff has been part of uh, you know this this great run, coaching incredible players and, and winning championships, but uh, you know, when you lose, especially when you lose badly, it, it hurts, it stings, we're all competitors, that's why we do this, and, and, and we love it, but the lows are, are low, so you gotta, you gotta get through that. The saving grace of, of all of this slow start, frustration, injury, defensive, you know, uh, lack thereof, uh, that, that has sort of defined you is that the, the West is not running away from the Golden State Warriors, and that's a good thing. Bob Myers was just on our, our midday show yesterday um, and basically said that you're sort of in the precarious, unfamiliar position with trying to figure out who you still are, you know, a good third of the way in here for a team that has been defined by identities of, you know, greatest shooters of all time, a defense-forward franchise, and culture personified, how odd is it to be in this unfocused moment in your franchise's history? Yeah, it is a little odd, but it's, um, you know, it's part of it. I mean, we've had a really interesting few years. You know, we, we had, the you know, all the injuries three years ago, worst record in the league. Um the next year, it was like we were trying to find ourselves again, and we lose in the play-in game. Then, then we win the championship, and uh, you know now here we are, you know, trying to defend, but um, not having gained uh, the, the traction that we need yet at this point in the season, and also you know trying to raise five guys who are um, really young players who are you know trying to find their way in this league. Um, it's uh, you know it, it's it, it's. A, a process and it's one that's really exciting and fun but but um you know not without its challenges so that's that's what we're trying to tackle organizationally and um you know i i i, I just i feel like the organization is so strong the leadership of, of bob and joe and, and obviously the internal leadership with steph and the players um on our team i mean we've we have a great thing going, uh, and this is just a really challenging time, but uh, it's all part of it. Have you, to the extent that you've paid attention, given you know, that your plate is already plenty full with your own team, have you started to piece together in your mind the teams in the West that you think are going to be really good wall-to-wall, or is it still too much of a crapshoot? No, I mean, I think you can tell... Um, you know the teams that have been good the last couple of years that that uh, are on the rise. You know Denver and and Memphis stand out automatically. I mean Jokic is just ridiculous. The guy's so good. The line the and other Denver, night. Yeah, and they've and they've done a great job of building their roster around them. I thought they got better. You know this summer, Memphis is just growing with uh, with a young core that's really impressive. Um, you know those teams are going to be tough. I mean we we experienced. 
that against both teams last year in the playoffs, how difficult it was to beat both of them. So, um, you know, and that's just scratching the surface. There's a, there's uh, there's depth across the, the West, but that's a good thing for us because, as you said, everybody's kind of beating each other, and when we're even though we're where we are in the standings, we're uh, we're you know we're not too far behind where we need to be. So there's plenty of time for us to to get going. This eight game homestand that's coming up. If I sold you four and four right now, would you buy it? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not answering that question. That sounds like a headline. Uh, in, you know, to, later today or tomorrow. So Grandpa uh, Kerr says we're going to lose. <laughs> All right, then I, I knew that was a little bit loaded. So let me let me reask. What is your overall? What do you want accomplished? in this eight-game homestand that is beyond the topic of did you win, did you lose? Yeah, I mean, can we get uh, healthier? You know, can we get Dante, Jermichael, and Wiggs back? Um, and and I would, you know, Wiggs is, is close, and, and uh, hopefully given that we're Dante and Jermichael are dealing with illnesses, they won't last too long. But, you know, let's get those guys back, fortify our, our group. Uh, and then let's let's try to find some consistency. You know, I, I think the biggest thing the last couple of weeks we've just been inconsistent. We've we've had some tough losses. We've had some really good wins. Uh, can we be more consistent? And that to me that means uh, better offensive possessions, uh, less chaos. You saw the chaos last night with some of the turnovers that just directly impacts your defense. And so you know, I talk about connecting the game all the time. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, on this homestand, can we can we settle down offensively uh, and limit the turnovers, and then allow our our defense to get set up and and connect the game? And and uh, that, if we do that, then we're going to win our fair share and be ready for when Steph comes back. When you start winning your fair share, is that when you bring your grand grandchild to the podium with you? <laughs> I hadn't given that one any thought, but yeah, that's uh, that's a possibility. We'll we'll see. I mean, it could be a litmus test. I mean, if people can go, oh, he brought out the grandkid. He must be in a good that's mood. Right. Uh, in a good place. When I was a kid, the Golden State Warriors did not play very much on Christmas Day. What is this? A decade of Christmas days for you now? Ten years in a row playing on Christmas Day. Have you developed any pre-Christmas Day game? traditions is there like a, a a white elephant gift exchange where no one can spend more than fifteen dollars or does the <laughs> nba only give minks and gucci's <laughs> uh you know i think sometimes the guys within the team will do something just the players but um you know for the most part i, I, I just really enjoy christmas games as long as they're at home you know if you're if you're on the road it's uh, it's tough. It's it's brutal being on, and we've been on the road the last two years. So this is a, a welcome uh, relief to be uh, to be home this year on Christmas Day. And the, the you know the games are fun. I mean, you you still have your Christmas morning with the family, and um, you know in the afternoon you head down to the arena, and everybody's excited. And so I I, I really enjoy Christmas games. So gift basket for Taylor Jenkins the day before. Probably, you know, given that he is, poor guy is going to be in a hotel room somewhere, but uh, that's the breaks. But that's what happens, you know, it's a, uh, it's a sign of respect when they schedule 
you for Christmas and uh I played a lot of Christmas games, you know, as a as a player and uh it's uh it's it's a big day for the NBA, you know. It's uh and this year we're going up against the NFL, which will not be easy, so it'll be interesting to see how the uh, the ratings all play out. And finally, why didn't you sign Carlos Correa? Yeah, that was my fault. You know what's funny is we uh Bob Myers and I were walking into our hotel uh in New York and, and um, just a few days ago and we were getting on the elevator and Aaron Judge walked out of the elevator and uh, you know we made eye contact and said hello and, and Bob said what happened? We almost signed you. What happened? <laughs> and Judge just smiled and, and uh, shook his head and walked off but uh, you know everybody, everybody tells me what a phenomenal guy he is. It was uh, it was cool meeting him Did- albeit very briefly. Did Judge meet with Curry? Did maybe Curry ruin this? Yeah, we'll blame, let's blame Steph. That's maybe it's Steph. Idea. Maybe it is Steph. Uh, Steve, congratulations to you, your entire family. Give baby Eleanor our very, very best. <laughs> maybe Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, that'll mean a lot to her. Yeah, Mer- Merry Christmas, and uh, thank you so much for joining us as always. We hope it is a, a wonderful Christmas Day and a win on Christmas Day for the Warriors. I hope so. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.